Hey, bitches. Welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin I.E., and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we're going to be discussing a topic that we hope isn't, it really isn't an unpopular opinion, but I know there's, well, there's some people out there, there's some haters out there, probably 60% of the population that ooh, actually is. maybe. Uh, maybe. Well, you know who won the popular vote in 2016? Nope, no, we're not. I nope, we're not talking about it. We are. Oh wait. Uh, this is a 20. This is a 2015 and before podcast. You are correct. I'm so sorry. I've already yep. slapped me right on the wrist. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna be diving into the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Donald J. Trump, as just a just a person, just an enigma. A celebrity, if you will. Um, I would say a B-list celebrity, maybe C. Um, well, he was just rich. Like, that doesn't... Those. It's just like a rich person. He didn't even, like, have much star power, I don't think. Right, like Wall we'll Street. Get, we'll get like, way we'll, into it. We're going to climb up, What was, you know, like a diving board, and we're going to jump in, and that dive is going to be deep. I don't know. How many... Well, and it's like... Oh, I think 12, probably. 12 feet deep. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot. foot. <laughs> um, I think that our unpopular opinion is like, wow, let's remember Donald Trump as the celebrity and not as this, like, whatever we're dealing with right now. Like, let's just, like, keep him back in 20. At this point, it's, like, beyond my wildest imagination that someone like pre 2015 Donald Trump is now our president. It's just kind of a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. We don't. You? Yep. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear the word president. Okay. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it's hard not to. Yeah. It's so hard. Oh my God. You search one thing and it's like a thousand news articles that came out today. Um, this, our podcast today is aptly timed as well because a dear friend and colleague and confidant and, um, superstar has dropped out of the presidential race today, and that person is Kamala Harris, which comes to a shock to all of us, a literal shock to the heart. Um, after she just released this video with Mindy Kaling, like making a dinner, and I then did she was end up in Iowa. That. It was really it's cute. It's so cute. Oh my God, she's perfect. What is wrong with the world? What's wrong with the world, mama? People living like they ain't got no mamas. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I am. But, like, really, Andrew Yang is still a presidential candidate and Kamala is not? Like, what I'm just, is wrong with people? Okay, we, we know that a lot of people need to drop out. People Get out. People are not being very practical. And I would say that this is what we would call brave season. And she was the first one to have the guts to step up and do it because she acknowledged that she's never going to raise enough money and she doesn't want to keep taking people's money when it's not going to go anywhere. So we're not, yeah, I don't know. I, I see a Merida around here right now because I agree with the brave season type of situation. Yeah. Um, And she did reference that. I think in her, one of her closings today was like, we just can't raise enough money to like keep going at this level, which Although is, I did think I it think was funny that 
her email that you forwarded me still had a donate button at the bottom. Oh, did it? I didn't yeah. even read it. Yeah. What I don't know. What are we donating to? I don't know if maybe something pops up that they're like no longer taking donations. If oh. You click. But I thought that was a little strange. And I just think, I do think it's like kind of strange timing. I don't know. Like on, are a lot of presidential candidates participating in Giving Tuesday or is that not a thing? I I don't think so. I don't know. Don't you think that like people like weird. take out their wallets this week and they're just like buying Christmas presents and you know you just once you get on a roll, don't you think that it's like oh I got this like calendar on Shutterfly now I like my credit card's already out might as well like give ten bucks to Cory Booker. You know who I gave to today, Kev. Wait, who I? Uh, um, nobody. I gave to Panera Bread. Panera Bread today. Incorporated. Yeah. Yes, love <laughs> that it. Is who, that is who I donated to. Guess today. where I gave? I didn't even tell you. Who? Subway Eat Fresh. Oh, my gosh. Wow, they're really going to appreciate your support. <laughs> I'm sure they are <laughs> in the 2020 race. <laughs> in the 2020 race of Panera versus Subway. Jared 2020. <laughs> Child molesters for 2020. <laughs> Um, oh, you, did wow. you see, I, I think I was about to send this to you and then I was like, I, I don't think I would care, um, that McDonald's is getting into the chicken sandwich wars. I saw that and I did care. I'm really deeply, oh, I love a good I'm chicken I'm sorry. Sandwich. Yeah. Am I, I going to that... out to a Popeye's and risk getting shot? Right. No. no, I just thought that maybe but... that, that like war was beneath you. I mean, it is. I like I'm not going to partake, but I do enjoy a chicken sandwich. Sometimes like with these viral moments that are happening, it's always like I'm either like, oh, I will appreciate this or like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> like when you texted about that Yoda meme, like, oh, that you is not a type of humor. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Although I did think one thing was funny. One um, one of the captions that I saw for it was every woman on Big Little Lies stepping out yeah. onto their deck for their morning coffee because that's exactly <laughs> how they look like all bundled up like out in front of the ocean it was kind of funny well Reese Witherspoon tweeted about it oh really and she's in Big Little Lies isn't she yeah she is yeah she was like somebody was like oh Reese Witherspoon's about to she's gonna tweet this meme in a year and act like she's relevant and she oh. um, quote tweeted it and was like or I could just do it right now oh that's funny I think Reese Witherspoon is relevant. I love her. I think she's Ridiculous. so relevant. Fuck Are these people literally not from Alabama? Right. Um, I just wanted to give like a little recap. So our holiday travel um, episode is posted, but the biggest news that happened to both IE and I over the last week is that we both saw Frozen 2 and yeah. our lives are forever changed. Literally. I don't know about you. They but I'm say that they say that like, some things never change, but I oh, would say that this movie did change me. Never change. Yeah. Peter Pumpkin just became fertilizer. It's, it's so good. So good. It's so freaking good. I was really not. I was not um, very impressed with the soundtrack when it came out, and I also thought, don't you think it's weird that they released the soundtrack that early? Or I, was it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's weird. It's kind of strange, and I didn't like all of the weird other songs on that playlist. Well, I was um, so I was so confused because they didn't make a big deal out of it when the soundtrack came out, and when I was right. going through New Music Friday that day, 
I saw that Casey Musgraves version of uh, which is the first bad. song, which is really bad, but I I had added it to the playlist because I was like, yeah. oh, I'll listen to it, maybe. Probably not. But then I realized, like, I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, is this whole thing here? And, like, that's what they chose to put on New Music Friday, the Casey Musgraves. Ew, not even, oh, well, I guess version. Panic at the Disco was the the previous Friday? Yeah, I understand why they out. did that. Like, I understand why they did, like, covers of yeah. the song. Like, as a little teaser. Right. Um, yeah, but the, I love the music. The, the music is really good, but I think the plot was also very strong. I said that it was weak. I, I understand think, that you said that, but... I didn't think it was weak. I just think, like, it wasn't super complex. But it's also a children's movie, so, like, what the hell do I want? I think for a sequel... It was good. Like, it I was li- good. Yeah, no, it, it was, was a strong sequel, and we waited six years for the new movie. Yeah, and we got it. <laughs> we got it, yeah. And we sure did. We sure got it. And I hope um, that it's over after that. I don't think it will be, I... It probably won't be, but that's when that's when series start to get bad. Like once you hit the third, oh, on the third, like Shrek yeah. the third syndrome, like not good. Uh, Lion King two and a half or one and a half. Right. Um, I still never saw the new. Did you see the new Lion King? Yeah, it was good. National Geographic. Yeah, I'm good on that, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> that new Beyonce song is really good, but that's it's like two minutes, so Beyonce. the rest of it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. I don't do it. Um, <laughs> also, I saw the Mr. Rogers movie, which after you've been saying that, I see so many people on their Instagram stories being like, I just cried for a whole like movie. It was so good. So the way that they... I'll just try to give a quick rundown number one the movie is not about mr rogers life that's a huge like um i don't know travesty yeah and like for me like someone who never sees movie previews because like my rock that i live under keeps getting bigger and i can't get out um (laughs) i was like what the fuck i did see something that like i knew it was centered around someone who interviewed Mr. Rogers, like a reporter. Um, but how I, they structured it. I didn't it know is, that. Kev, I literally told you that on the phone. I know, but like, I didn't know that before. Oh, why oh, would oh. they make, like, why would they make a movie about somebody who interviewed Mr. Rogers? Right. And it ends up being all about his personal life and like his relationship with his father and his wife. What? No. And all these no, things. No, no, and no, how no. him interviewing Mr. Rogers influenced his life. And how they structured the movie is that the very beginning of the movie was the opening of a Mr. Rogers episode. And it, like, goes into... I did into, see that. That's the it, one that somebody literally was, like, taping on their Instagram story. I was like, this uh, is illegal. Like, it goes into the episode. He starts <laughs> talking about, like, he has this little, like, picture board thing that he opens up these little doors that have... He's like, oh, this is Daniel Tiger. Oh, this is King Friday. And he opens these doors. And then the last one he opens up... He says, oh, this is, I can't remember the main character's name. And it's a picture (laughs) of this reporter guy with, like, a black eye. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. And so it ends up, like, moving into his story. And so it, like, keeps going back to the show. And it just shows, like, his 
journey throughout in like the structure of a Mr. Rogers episode. It was a but it was like bizarre. I wanna I wanna know like everything about Mr. Rogers. I wanted it to be like a documentary. Also, my number one conclusion, and I don't know if this was just because of Tom Hanks's portrayal of him, but my major takeaway is that Mr. Rogers was a very bizarre man. Oh. Which I wasn't, exp- I never got that from him just from himself and like seeing inner, like I always saw him as like a very like, I'm not saying like in a, in like a creepy way. Like I think he was in a, I mean, your number one thing, you're like, okay, is he like a pedophile? Which I don't yeah. think he was a pedophile. Okay, that's um, good. But I think that he, he was like so, he's like such an empath that he like, couldn't like he couldn't handle it and his way of communicating at least as portrayed by tom hanks was like very different wow i am shook by this analysis he had a hard time you think that it was an empath and though he so he couldn't like interact with people normally yeah you think he was on the spectrum a little bit honestly okay like, I don't mean that in a critical way, but, like, I think no, that yeah. would be part of his, like, gift. I think almost. it takes a certain type of person to be, like, an old man, like, hosting a children's and, TV show. And because he was so, like, he took on other people's emotions so intensely. Like, I don't know if a person with, like, a normal functioning, I don't want to say normal. How do you know? How do you know that he did that? Did they talk That's about That's what it? they talk about. And, like, oh. when interviewing, this guy was interviewing him, and he was like, how do you handle this burden? And he ca- and he couldn't give him a straight answer. He, he was asking him this, and then Fred goes, let me show you, Let oh, let me open my bag, and let me show you my puppets. Like, it was very bizarre. He, huh. like, couldn't, he, like, couldn't focus on these questions that he was asking, and he was all, like, it seemed like he wasn't all there. Interesting. Yeah, it's worth seeing just like if you have any strange. interest. In, yeah, it's just it wasn't at all what I expected. Hmm. I'm sure it's literally only showing in Pittsburgh anyway. Oh my god, the theater was packed and it was oh, really? mainly people over 40. <laughs> Interesting. That's great. At least they'll be quiet. Yeah, it was great. There were like no children. Well, that's because kids now don't give a shit. They're like, I want to watch Peppa the Pig or whatever. Oh, like, I eat, like kids these days. Kids these days. If I, Jojo Siwa. If I, if I ever have a kid, <laughs> Jojo Siwa. They're only allowed to watch Arthur. Oh, if you if you ever have kids. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I anyway. hope they. Oh God, I hope they're devil children. Um. <laughs> And you know they will because they're going to be spawns of Satan. Um, so I, after going to the movies twice in the past week, have you changed your opinion about movie theaters? Do you love them now? No. I was uh, so okay. cold. I was so cold. I was still uncomfortable. Were you cold on both, in both occasions? Yeah. They usually run kind of cold, you know? So here's an idea. Get a jacket. I wore a jacket. I don't know. I would just personally rather watch a movie from the comfort of my home without hundreds of people in the room, you know? So that you can scroll to your heart's content. I know. The, the one good thing about going to the movies, I will say, is that I pay attention to the whole yeah, movie because I'm not on my yep. phone at all. <laughs> yep. 
was like, wow, laser focus. Like, my <laughs> two brain cells are like, ooh, big screen. Like, here we go. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> take it all in. And then I get out of the movie theater and I have no notifications. So it's like, why bother? <laughs> okay. All right. Should we so go that's enough of a recap. Yes, absolutely. I think we should. Can we start with our, unless you had a better overview, our favorite um, news source, Wikipedia? Yeah, I would love to. That's exactly what I went into. Great. Thanks first. so much. I did a quick skim during work today. Um, I was like looking at all these Trump articles and then it was four o'clock today at work and I got a notification on my computer that like IT wanted to take control of my computer. Like, oh, you know no. how they go in? And yeah. I like, I saw it and I like didn't say accept. So I like Skype messaged this guy and I was like, hi, like, did you mean to request access? I'm like, oh my God. He, like, I set off He's some like. I'm like a Trumper. <laughs> like a Trumpeter. And he was like, no, I, sorry, I meant the other Lizzie. Oops, sorry. I was oh. like, oh, the new. Oh, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway, um, here we go. So, um, as told by Wikipedia, one of our sponsors, thank you so much. Also, um, I, sorry, the, he's the oldest um, president, right? So, uh, uh, that's yeah. what I, the oldest person uh, elected. So, he has, like, a lot that happened before this election. So, we've, we have a lot to get through here. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go, people. So we're going to jump right into the, you know what, maybe I'll give to Wikipedia on Giving Tuesday. I'll donate $2.75, yeah. Sure. Okay, so we're going to start in the family and personal life section. Um, First up is early life and education. So Donald John Trump was born on June 14th. He is a Gemini, interesting, um, of the year 1946 in Queens, New York. His father Jeez. was Frederick, middle name Christ Trump, a Bronx-born real estate developer whose parents were okay. German. Wow, they were immigrants, huh? Interesting. Um, his mother was a Scottish-born housewife and socialite, Marianne McLeod. Trump. Um, Trump grew up in the Jamaica Estates neighborhood of Queens and attended the Q Forest School from kindergarten through seventh grade. Um, at age 13, he was enrolled in the New York Military Academy. He huh. apparently excelled at sports. He was then he started out in college at Fordham in 1964, and then two years later, he transferred to Wharton at Penn. While at Wharton, he started working on the family business, Elizabeth mm. Trump and Son, graduating in May 1968 with a BS, with a big old BS in economics. Um, Wait, what did you just say? Elizabeth Trump and Son? Yeah, that was the name of the business. Oh, interesting. Why was it called Elizabeth Trump? Is that his mom? No, his mom is Marianne. Oh my God, huh. am I related to Trump? Mary Ann and Elizabeth. Trump. Wow. Mary Ann and Elizabeth. Where's Pa? I don't know. Pa uh, and Ugg. 
Bonog. <laughs> um, profiles of Trump published in the New York Times in 1973 and 1976 erroneously reported that he had graduated first in his class at Wharton. However, he had never made the school's honor roll. Huh. Ooh, fake, uh, the fake him. news started back wow. in the 70s. Jesus, um, the hippies. So despite having attended the New York Military Academy, he obtained four student draft deferments while in college and does that mean he deferred he like said he can't go into the army yeah got it and he in 1966 he was deemed fit for military service and they told him he was eligible to serve but he was somehow medically deferred in October 1968 I just think this is funny like the excuses he came up with um and then in 2015, he said that the medical deferment was due to a bone spur in his foot, though he could not remember Ew. what it was. Yeah. Um, also, fake news. Talk that is about so... fake news. Okay, Wait, so... you didn't want to go to Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. He would have died in literally two, like on the plane over. Man, imagine our world if he would have actually gone and died. Yeah. I'm sure we would have someone equally as horrible. Oh, it would be like Satan himself on the throne. Okay, so now we're going to go into his family, and then this also kind of leads into his Yep, here we go. So Trump's father was born in 1905. He started working with his mother. Maybe Trump's dad. Trump's grandmother was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I bet that's what it was. Um, So... They started working together in real estate when he was 15. Oh, yeah, here we go. Their company, E. Trump and Son, founded in 1923, was active in Queens and Brooklyn. Um, in spite of his German ancestry, Fred claimed to be Swedish amid the anti-German oh. sentiment sparked by World War II. Trump repeated this claim until the 90s. <laughs> wow. And then Trump's mother was born in Scotland. Um, They got married in 1936, and they raised their family in Queens. Trump grew up with three older siblings, Marianne, Fred Jr., and Elizabeth, and younger brother Robert. Oh, Elizabeth. Do you know her? (laughs) No, Elizabeth Trump. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of different names floating around here. yeah. And then in 1977, Trump married Czech model Ivana Zelnikova. Ivana Zelnikova. They have three children: Don Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. And then they also is that in order of age? Yeah. So Don Jr. was born in 77, and then 81 and 84, and they respectively, respectively, um, combined, they have 10 grandchildren. Um, Ivana became a naturalized U.S. citizen in 88, and then the couple divorced in 1992, following Trump's affair with actress Marla Maples. And then they got married in 93. Yeah. And that's where good old Tiffany was spawned from. Oh, is that why she's so weird looking? Yeah. So who's Marla Maples? Yeah, we are doing a little... Here we go. Oh, I'm like, I just slugged right on down. Here we go. (laughs) 
story time. Settle in, girls. It's story time. <laughs> it's story time. So she is an American actress and television personality. Maples was the second wife of Donald. We already know this. Oops. Um. So she is a woman. Who... Was she in anything? That's so. Oh, hold on, I'm scrolling down. She was a celebrity guest on WrestleMania. Um, she WrestleMania? Did, some, did some Broadway. She in 1994 she appeared alongside then husband Donald Trump in a cameo appearance in an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Interesting. Um, she co-hosted the Miss Universe pageant and Miss USA pageant. So well, because he owned them, he owned those. Oh, really? He owned Miss USA and Miss Universe until 2015. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> she was in the classic film, Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. <gasps> no, she wasn't. I, oh, my God. Who did she what play? was she? I don't know. Was Mark she the mom? mom? I don't know. Oh, God. my God. I'm am shook to my core. Typing. But Marla that was Peoples, after. Richie Rich. <laughs> but that go. was after they had divorced, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Is who? she the mom? Oh, my God. Who is she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Oh, my God. I don't have. I am. I should have pulled up IMDb. Control. I love that movie. I, I thought you were about to say control. I, delete. I love that movie. Marla. She plays Mrs. Van Doe. Is that um, not like Friends? That bitchy other mom. Oh yes. Of that well, asshole. I have no thing. idea, but yes. she might yep. be. Yep, Reggie, Reggie Vando. Uh, and Marla Maples was his. I remember her. <sighs> wow. That's literally that movie is number one on our Christmas we, watch list, everybody. Watch, I fucking love that movie. Wow, uh, Marla Maples. They literally go into that, like, time machine thing. Yeah, amazing. The whole thing, just from start to finish. So good. Wow. I am I can't believe we've never had this realization before. Um, okay, so Marla, let's see if there's anything else. She, um, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, interesting. Me too. Um, what else? A lot of just, like, B-list movies. When did they get divorced? Uh, Maples. Why is it not saying? It started... uh, It started, like, in the early 90s. Their divorce? No, the, um... Their relationship. <clears throat> it was until 1999. This thing literally says Trump appeared. Um, Trump appeared on the front page of the New York Post eight days in a row. One headline reported that, according to Maples, she was the best sex I've ever had with Trump. Ew, that's disgusting. The couple. Ha- oh. Yeah, it doesn't say when they. According, oh, they were only married in 93. In 96, Trump fired his bodyguard after after a police officer found Maples and her bodyguard together under a lifeguard stand. Oh, my goodness. At 4 a.m., 
both Maples and Trump denied that she was having an affair, despite the reports in the National Enquirer and other tabloids. The bodyguard himself told conflicting stories. Maples and Trump separated in 97 and divorced in 99. Wow, that, I'm sure that was rough. Under the terms of their prenup um, and divorce settlement, Maples is bound by a confidentiality agreement regarding their marriage. Wow. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So... And so their daughter is Tiffany. So their daughter, wow, that was an amazing tangent. I love that. Um, Okay, yeah, so they were divorced in 99. Tiffany was raised by Marla in California. In 2005, Trump married Slovenian model Melania Noss. And they They met in 1998. Oh, wow. So before Marla and Trump were divorced. Um, they, uh, yes, I think so. They met. I don't know if they were dating. Yeah. Um, and then they have one son, Baron, who was born in 2006. Melania gained her U.S. citizenship in 2006 as well. Um, I don't really care to go into his religion. So, uh, I'm on my, um, thing now. So then, it was in 2005 when the Access Hollywood... Um, video was recorded so they married in January of 2005 then in September so nine months later he was saying those things about grabbing things that he shouldn't have been grabbing that was in 2005 Um, and then in 2006 Melania gave birth to their only son Baron okay so then what a great time to have a kid and this is kind of current news and news back then, but Trump allegedly had a sexual encounter with former adult film star Stormy Daniels just four months later in July 2006. Um, the alleged affair re-entered the spotlight early in 2018 uh, when Michael Cohen had, like, it came out that he had paid Stormy Daniels or something like that. Um, then... Playboy model Karen McDougal allegedly started an affair with Trump even closer to the birth of Barron in June of 2006. Okay. So we've got a lot of um, situations happening here. Yeah. A number of women have also allegedly sexually harassed or assaulted them during his relationship and marriage to Melania, including um, Natasha's or people's Natasha Stoynoff. And Miss USA and Miss Universe contestants, including Summer Zervos. Are you on the Business Insider? I sure am. I... Okay, fantastic. Just confirming. So, um, <clears throat> let's see here. The First Lady often disappears from the public view and Trump's alleged affairs make headlines. Um and the first lady also largely disappeared from public engagements with her husband after the Wall Street Journal reported in January that Trump's lawyer organized the transfer of $130,000 into Stormy Daniels' account. Man, I'd like $130,000. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to get into now? So can we talk about The Apprentice? Yeah, I want to talk about his like little celebrity appearances 
Should we also talk about like his business? Yeah, like his sure. business life, just real quick, just a little Reader's Digest, if you will. I'll just give you this um, one paragraph before we get into it. Okay, great. <clears throat> In 1999, Trump made a cameo on season two, episode six of Sex and the City. <laughs> it is wonderfully titled The Man, the Myth, the Viagra. This is actually in reference to another character, but totally up for a creative reinterpretation. The 22nd appearance takes place in a bar where Samantha, Kim Cattrall, is grabbing a drink after work. Carrie says in her voiceover, Samantha, a cosmopolitan, and Donald Trump. You just don't get more New York than that. Gross. Yep. Gross, gross, gross. Okay, so I'm just going to go through. There's a little section on here. Well, here we go. I'll just go through his many different business ventures. So he started out in real estate because of his father's company. Um, They owned a lot of middle-class rental housing in New York City's outer boroughs, so they were not good enough to be in Manhattan, I guess. Um, And then... What else? Sorry, I should have read this a little better. Beforehand, in 1971... Um, his father promoted him to president of the family company, and then he renamed it the Trump Organization. Um, so he did end up getting into the Manhattan scene. He attracted public attention in 78 with the launch of his family's first Manhattan venture, the renovation of the Commodore Hotel, which is adjacent to Grand Central Terminal. The financing cost $400 million of property tax abatement arranged by Fred Trump. Um, so just, it just sounds like a lot of like shady money biz happening. Like even though, you know, they're getting into these big ventures, but it just isn't all adding up for me. Um, so he got into the hotel world and in 1980, he also obtained the rights to develop Trump tower, which is a mixed use, mixed use skyscraper in Midtown, Um, The building was formerly Trump's primary resident and now houses the headquarters of Trump organization. He also acquired the Plaza Hotel, um, which eventually filed for bankruptcy in the 90s. And he lost the hotel to Citibank in 1995. So he just kind of sucks at business, it seems like. Like he wants these big things, but then he like doesn't know how to deal with it. Um, So he was just trying to get into, like, the skyscraper biz. And then he got into Palm Beach real estate as well, Mar-a-Lago in 1985. Um, He declared Mar-a-Lago his primary residence this year. Yep, he did. I didn't even realize that. And then we all know about his... So So then he can vote in Florida and not in New York. Oh, right. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um... Then why doesn't he want to vote in D.C.? He'd get so much influence. Um, (laughs) So and then all of his extreme fails in the Atlantic City casino realm did really poorly with that. Um, And then golf courses. What else? I think like one of his main projects was just to get the Trump name on a lot of different things. I actually heard recently that he might be losing his Trump hotel here. Like someone might be buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Which good because it's like a really nice building. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, and then basically, I, I can't even, like, comprehend any of this, but he went through a lot of different lawsuits and bankruptcies. So it's like he it seemed like he kind of swindled himself into all of these yep. into a lot of these deals like very quickly, but then never really had like the money back up or like the resources or the people needed to keep these things going. He just like right. wanted to do it very quickly. Um what else? Trump so, University. Yeah, okay. He also had a private foundation. Trump University is crazy. Yeah. So, so basically, go, his I, his go, professional go career was a sham. I want to go back to um, Ivana Trump for a second. I think that she's an interesting human being. Okay. Um, she wrote a book in 2017 called Raising Trump. And we have some quotes here from the book. Um. So this quote is about um, Donald Trump Jr. After the divorce, Donald Sr. called Ivana and said, Ivana, I'm keeping Don. You're not getting him back. I'm going to bring him up myself. Okay, keep him, I said. I have two other kids to raise. Ten minutes later, the bodyguards brought Don back. On playdates, I avoided playdates like the plague. I did discourage playdates at Trump Tower. The triplex was too huge and lavish. The only person who had an open invitation to come to the triplex for playdates whenever he wanted was Michael Jackson. What? <laughs> I literally. That's nuts. Um, when Eric, who hated to ski, told his mother, I don't want to go to Aspen, I don't want to ski. She told him, you will go to Aspen and you will ski. Discussion over. Wow. Um, on breastfeeding. If a mother wants to attach a baby to her boob, do one side, then the other side, burp him, get him to take a nap, then do it all over again when he wakes up, go right ahead. For me, it just wasn't possible. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, on, East, on celebrating Easter. I found out later that as soon as I took the eggs to hide, the kids ran into the security room where we had dozens of cameras monitoring the property. Wow. Um, in my townhouse on East 64th Street, I have a leopard room with spotted wallpaper and upholstery and feline-themed art. The third floor is my floor, the leopard sitting room. The master bedroom with a gold-embossed fireplace and Chinese murals that I restored by artists referred to me by the Metropolitan Museum of Art in a pink marble bathroom. The fifth floor has two maids' rooms and my closet, which goes on and on and on. I call it Indochine because um, by the time you get to the end of it, you might as well have been in another continent. This woman is insane. Yeah. Uh, on what her furs. I had a humidity and temperature controlled fur vault for my dozens of designer mink, sable, and chinchilla coats. The kids would break into it and pull my furs off the hanger to use them in their games. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, let's pick one more here. Um, on Taco Bell. FYI, they don't serve wine at Taco Bell. One learns new things every day. They do now. Do they? Like Taco Bell Cantina. Okay, so can, um, can we talk about The Apprentice and The Celebrity yeah. Apprentice? I'd love to. Would you like to dive in? Yeah, sure. So The Apprentice is an American documentary reality television program that judges the business skills of a group of contestants. It has run in various formats across 15 seasons since January 2004, 
on NBC. The it's um, starring Donald Trump, Bill Rancic, Ivanka Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump. Um, let's see here. The producers are Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mark Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Um, let's just look at some funny people that were on here. Bill um, Rancic. Yes, I want to see the winners. Let's see here. Um, Bill Rancic has been on it a lot. Joan Rivers was on it after oh, wow. season eight. Tyra Banks was on. Oh my god. 15. And um, let's see. I think those are the. Yeah, but they weren't ones. like contestants. Tyra Banks was a guest board member. Oh, wow. Joan Rivers was a contestant in season eight, and then she was a guest board member. Honestly, Tyra Banks should be on there because she was the sole owner of Bankable Productions. So she's truly a mogul. Here it is. So the winners are Bill Rancic, Kelly Perdue, Kendra Todd, Randall Pinkett, Sean Yazbek, Stephanie Schaefer, and Brandy Kunzel. I don't know who these people are. Um, also, these projects that they won for. Yeah, Trump Tower Chicago, Trump Place, Trump Entertainment, Trump Soho. So what did Bill Rancic do? Like propose Trump Tower Chicago? I guess. Like, hasn't that been there a long time? Well, also, like, what? Like, do your do your hotel, but do it in Chicago. Like, okay, that's not, like, a big idea. Right, like, don't you already have, like, the basic structure for that? Crazy. My, I think compa- the my company apprentice... did not design Trump Tower Chicago. No, it didn't. We are better than that. I think um, so much better. Um, I think the Celebrity Apprentice is also very interesting, so... Celebrity Apprentice, the first season's winner was Pierce Morgan. Oh, And the second season was... Oh, I'm sorry. Ah. Uh. I guess I'm confused. The Celebrity... Uh, okay, The Celebrity Apprentice in, is linked in seasons to its precursor TV show, The Apprentice, which consists of seasons one to six and season ten. So I think The Apprentice is seasons one to six and season ten, and the rest of these seasons are The Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, I see. So Joan Rivers won The Celebrity Apprentice 2, which was season eight of The Apprentice. Okay, so Um, it just, like, switched. Yes, and this was also Brett Michaels won season three. Brett Michaels. Literally. Let's see if I know any of of these names. Arsenio Hall. Do you know who that person is? I feel like he was... <laughs> you know what he was on? Do you remember the game show Hollywood Squares? No. <laughs> I think he was on that once. Okay. So then season six had Lil John and Amarosa, who we're going to get into in a second. Um, and... Uh, Snooki was on the most recent season, season 15. Ooh. And what year was that? Um, when was that? I think it was recently. Yeah, 2017. 
But Arnold Schwarzenegger hosted, right? Yes. Okay. Wow. Oh, and then it was canceled. Yeah, it was canceled canceled in August 2017. Okay, that's good, everybody. So Amarosa, I think that she's just an interesting person because she, like, went with him. She's one of... I don't think a lot of people followed him from his celebrity life to his politician life, and I think that she did. Or do you disagree with that? I I honestly have no idea. But um, I would, she became... Sorry. I was just going to say, I like to think she was the only one who stuck by his side. I think she's the only, like, big one. Um, yeah. And obviously she hasn't stuck by his side anymore. But right. she is um, a part- show participant, writer, and former political aide. She became widely known as a contestant on the first season of NBC's reality TV series, The Apprentice. Oh, so she must have been on the first season of The Apprentice and the... Um... First season of Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, was she on Celebrity Big Brother the first season? Uh-huh. She was, like, the big surprise person, and I was like, who the hell is that? Um, Get ready for this one, i.e. She had a domestic partner i don't know what that means they must not have been they must have just been like um, living together i think you can file as domestic partners so they were espoused in 2010 and he died in 2012 oh wow i think d means dead right yeah he died d means actor or does d mean democrat he was in Daredevil, The Scorpion King, Talladega Nights. You think wow. D means dead? He died. Oh, okay. He, yeah, 2012. He died in oh, 2012. Oh, jeez. So they lived wow. together for two years, and then she probably killed him. What's she doing now? Do we know? I do not know. Wow. Want me to well, look? No, it's okay. I don't really care. Okay. I did okay. watch her on Big Brother. I'm going to make sure to post this crazy quotes from Ivana Trump because that was kind of funny. That's funny. Um, Um, Before we transition into our next um, little segment here, I just want to mention a few of Trump's acting gigs. Oh, Um, good. Yes. Past Sex in the City. So he has made cameo appearances in... Um, 12 films and 14 television series, including as the father of one of the characters in The Little Rascals. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. He um, performed a song with Megan Mullally at the 57th annual Emmy Award, Primetime Emmy Awards. Wow. Um, He also receives a pension as a member of the Screen Actors Guild, which is a load of bullshit. (laughs) Um, I wanted to see, like, an actual, like, discography. That Does did it not say Sex me. in the City? Um, I accidentally just typed in imbd.com. Instead of imdb. Yeah. imbd. I-M-C-I-B. Um, anyway, so Donald Trump has gone through a ringer, and he has in turn put us all through the ringer and we're very sad that we have to probably deal with this for next the next four years and we just think that he should go back to being a celebrity wow are you calling it no i'm not calling it i your pessimism's just getting to me sorry i can only be so positive these days keep it positive okay my computer's not working so 
everybody just go to IMDb if you want to know what other things <laughs> Trump has been in. But most importantly, he had a cameo appearance in Sex and the City and The Little Rascals. So yeah, he did. Check that out. All right, up. so and, now everybody. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm done. You done? You sure? I am. Do you want to try and sure. add our guest on Skype, and I'll just talk for a little bit? Yeah, I'm sure. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> okay, so now we are gonna have a guest, one of our favorite guests on the podcast, one of our only guests on the podcast, um, Mr. Andrew Bean. He's coming at us from from Chicago, Illinois. He has um, been wanting to come on the podcast for a while. I feel like he is a very um, uh, consistent listener and often has a lot of critiques about what we talk about and how we talk about it, um, but wants to come and talk about some of the things that we've been talking about for the past few episodes, namely Ms. Taylor Swift's Snake. Um, we're not trying to talk about Taylor Swift on every single episode. It just seems okay, to be happening. This, let's see. I'm going to see if this works. Are you going to call him? Yeah, I'm just hitting add. Okay. So as we work through our technical, our always technical difficulties, we'll see if he's going to be joining us soon. Oh my god, I think it worked. Do you think so? Hello. Do we have somebody else? Hello? You hear me? All right, oh my here god. is our guest. Surround sound. <laughs> Bean, can you talk louder? Yeah, yeah, I can talk louder. I can move closer. Great. Can, am I loud enough now? That's yeah, that's perfect. good. Are you guys together? No. no. Oh, it's, is this a three-way call? Yeah, it's it a is, three-way. It is beans. a conference. <laughs> I hope you you're, hope you're using protection. What does that mean? <laughs> Get it? Like a three-way? <laughs> that was not good. I thought it was like I don't know. I thought that was never mind. This is a um. What do I use at work? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so beans we're talking about donald trump's celebrity career um if you want to weigh in on any of his wives or any of his children or his cameo appearance on sex in the city um what else have we talked about his um failed business ventures we talked about amorosa um we talked about joan rivers and tyra banks we really run the gamut we really today. hit it all i was gonna yeah. say run the gamut damn it covered a lot i will just add that i read an article that basically said that the only reason Donald Trump is president is because of Gwen Stefani, and it's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> and what did she uh, do? So because it was when she like went on the voice, like she was a judge on the voice. He, she became like the highest paid like reality star after him, like on network television. And so he was, him like running for president was like a joke for him to like get more exposure so he could get, like, a raise and then be still, like, the highest-paid reality star on network TV. Oh, wait, she was paid higher than him? Yeah, and so he oh. wanted to be paid more than her so he could be, like, the most-paid reality star. And okay, so why was Gwen Stefani being paid that much? I don't know, like, ask The Voice. Ask people who watch The Voice. <laughs> I, feel like the, I feel like The Voice is, like, high-caliber. There's something happening on The Voice, I swear to God. Something is happening with The Voice coaches and everything on The Voice, and everybody just better just stay tuned because it's going to be coming soon. You know what I do think? Like, I, I don't want to sit here and talk about The Voice, but I do still <laughs> think it's strange that 
as a result of The Voice, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are together. Together? Isn't that crazy? Like, I do think Blake Shelton is, like, complete trailer trash, but... <laughs> is he I still on like, it right now? Because she's not, I, right? Yeah, it's Kelly Clarkson, right? And John Legend. Well, oh, actually, Blake Shelton's not on it? I thought Adam Levine no, was Bla- on it. No, to it's tie, Blake. It's Blake, yeah. To tie, like, Blake and Donald Trump together, I saw a funny tweet, like, a while back, because... Blake Shelton was voted the sexiest man alive a couple years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I, I try saw, not to. I saw a tweet and it was like, I am sexier than the sexiest man alive and smarter than the president, but I'm still doing poorly in life. <laughs> Get it? Sexier than the sexiest man alive. And was that from Blake Shelton? Yeah, they're saying that they're sexier than Blake Shelton and smarter than Donald Trump, and they're still like doing poorly because those people are not like sexy or smart at all. Get it? Blake Shelton isn't okay. It was it was funny <laughs> at the think... time. <laughs> Literally, insert meme of that woman and the numbers behind her head. <laughs> I'm gonna find it and retweet it at that's the worst. That's podcast. the worst please underscore, do. please. That's the worst, that's under- the worst underscore on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Bean, did you see? I and I've been talking about getting the pajamas that are or the onesie that's um, John Legend's cover. That Chrissy was wearing a few days ago. I'm not in see it, but no, oh, it's I, so good. What it's I want to like, get is actually the snow globe from the Lover video. That's like oh, absolutely fifty dollars <laughs> plus tax and shipping. Wait, Bean, I have to tell you that my cut. Co- I got my cousin like a Christmas present over on Thanksgiving because she's not going to be here for Thanksgiving anyway. And I gave it to her, and she was like, oh, "That's is, this is fine, but do you have a snow globe?" And I was like, oh my, I looked at my mom and I was like, mommy, you can get her the Taylor Swift snow globe. <laughs> How do you take a snow globe on a plane? Is that allowed? Um, that's a good question. I use that four ounces of liquid. I guess so. I don't know how many ounces are in there. Wow. Um, but I feel like that's something that you usually get when you like travel, right? You could get like a snow globe before yeah, you Yeah, I get went. a snow globe everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Bean, I think you wanted to say something about Taylor Swift, speaking of. So, obviously you guys talk about Taylor Swift every single episode. And I just said we're trying not to do that, but this is... And actually, we're probably going to have to talk to about her on Thursday, so then after that, we're done with her. We'll see Until, that. like, next year. I just wanted... I, and I feel like other listeners, need some clarification from you two. Uh-oh. Because I think... I'm just confused as to, you guys were, like, very pro-Taylor Swift, and now it seems like you're very anti-Taylor Swift. And, like, what happened? Like, was it because you couldn't get tickets to Loverfest? Is that, like, when it started? I'd like to um, step in here. Um, <laughs> so, I'm confused. I think Ayes held her resolve this whole time. I've been okay. really over, all over uh, the place, but uh, Ayes has been good. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry. Okay, so my rationale here, and this has always been my personal rationale and vendetta against her, ever since I decided that I would unfortunately start listening to her music um, years ago. I Her music is really good. It's really catchy. I enjoy listening to it. I, even the other day, listened to the entire Lover album while simultaneously listening to a podcast that was analyzing the Lover album. So I like to like dive into that, but I think that Taylor Swift as a person is trash and I do not want to be a part of that narrative 
even though I can't stop. It's more like I can't stop talking about it because, like, it's such a fucking train wreck and I just hate her so much. It's like a love to hate kind of thing. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I feel like I'm in a similar boat because I also like the music, not nearly to the degree that you do, but I also think she, like, like, playing the victim is just, like, her thing. Like, her card she always plays. Like, that's what she does. Like, in any crisis she's in, like, oh, victim. I'm going to be the victim here. I'm going to... She's always the victim. She's never the archer. <laughs> I will just say that I, I was, like, 100% stan all around music, celebrity, everything until, like, 2016. And then when she did the whole, like, look what you made me do era reputation... That's when, for me, I was like, oh, she's really, it's kind of, like, cringeworthy, her celebrity appearances and the thing that she, things that she does on pop well, especially culture. especially the things that she does when she's clearly wrong, the things yeah, that she does wrong. to cover it up. Right. Like, the whole Kanye thing, like, bitch, Kim had you on a Snapchat recording, so, Well, and you know we could have been, we could have been done with that in 2016, but, it but kept she's coming the back. one. It yeah. did, it didn't keep coming back. She kept bringing it up, including, like, a few weeks ago. Like, yeah. she keeps talking about it. So, I think that she's a bad celebrity. I wish she would just, like, she either has to go one way or the other. She has to, either has to go and, like, show us everything, like, where she's living and about her boyfriend and all this shit or go the other way and don't give us anything. But she's doing this weird thing where she doesn't give us anything and then comes in to be the victim and then goes back to not giving us anything. Like we never, if she would have had like a video about what actually happened at the AMAs with that situation, like maybe we would understand, but I don't, I still don't even understand. Like some people are like, Oh, she could have performed her stuff the whole time. Like she was just making this a big, I think she did make it a big to do. I don't agree with, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's what actually happened. You think that she just did it for what, for like shits and giggles? I think there has to be some truth. I think there has to be some truth to it, but I think she's probably exaggerating it and like playing the victim. I don't think think she she needs a new lawyer. She does. I, and a new publicist. Yeah. Like put out a job posting for every staffing position. Well, what do you think is going to happen with this Netflix documentary? I, it's still going to come out and she'll have some, she'll make a huge deal out of it. You think so? With her yeah. new, with her old songs and stuff on it? That I don't, well, they never clarified whether, they didn't clarify that. No. Scooter did not clarify that. And the label did not clarify that portion of all of it. So and I'm not so sure. then I just can't, just everybody buckle up because we're just getting right into this because... It doesn't, she's going to start re-recording everything next November, and we're going to have to get all, we're going to have to go all through it again. It's going to, this is never going to end. <laughs> it's, it's, because, ne- no, she's going to bring up, like, her ex-boyfriends, like, all oh, the everything, people. John Mayer. Yeah. And then it's going to go into, like, women, like, supporting women, and she's going to do that whole thing again. It's literally going to be the same exact thing we've been doing for years. Here's what I don't okay. understand. It's like. So I'm gonna. So they're just gonna like delete all the old ones off of Spotify. <laughs> like, how does that work? Like, I if I know. say I think I want to listen to our song by Taylor Swift, am I gonna be listening to 30 year old Taylor Swift instead? Because it's gonna sound different. Oh, you're right. I not that I don't like know. your voice as a woman like changed, but I think like it definitely changes. She sounds a lot different now than she did during the self-titled oh, she album. She was, like, so young. She was literally, like, 12. 
Interesting. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, honestly. And, yeah, she back when she was like country, she like sang with a little twang in her voice, you know? Yeah, does she and still like, have the twang? If she tries twang? to do that now, it's going to be like, oh, Taylor, we know this is all fake. We know you don't do this anymore. Yeah, and like her voice also, like, I feel like her voice has gotten worse over time. Oh, like, okay. Listening, I... listening to her sing Lover live is honestly like, so painful <laughs> and good thing she does it every other fucking day of the week yeah i've heard every like next she's gonna come out with like a banjo remix like i want every like xylophone like every every instrument, instrument. like for any like we have the wedding version we're gonna have a bar mitzvah version every everything now do you think that i think do you think she's gonna keep uh, milking lover like, do you think we're going to get more music videos and more singles and stuff? Or do we think that we're done? With I think, that? I think we're done. I, I think we hit the bottom of the barrel of that song like a month ago. So no, no, I'm sorry. Not the song, the album. I think we're done. You think you don't think she's going to make any more music videos no. of any songs on Lover? Nope. I think she is. I think she is. What too. song? What song? Uh, <laughs> I think Cruel <laughs> Summer, maybe. <laughs> She can't sing that live, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't. <laughs> I just don't think she gave this album its like due diligence. Um she really didn't release many singles in reputation either. But she released a whole fact. bunch of music videos. Not really. I thought she used to love music videos. Yeah, there's delicate. Oh wait, delicate. It's literally delicate. Look what you made me do. Ready for it. Really? Just the three of them? Not many. Did she do a video for Gorgeous? Mm, That was a single, but I don't know that she did a video. I don't think there's a video for it. Okay, maybe you're right. Because we already have me. We're uh, going straight up lyric video. Oh yeah. We already have me, um, uh, what's the other one? Oh my gosh. You, you need, need to, to calm, calm down. down. Well, you. talk about video and lover. Figure. Yeah. That's a bad video, man. Whew. Yeah. Um, here's I my other. I always forget me is on this album because it feels Ugh. like it was released three years ago. It was so long ago. I'm glad that she even realized that that was a bad song because I don't think that she's been talking about it very much. Um, you know what is interesting is that really the only big celebrity that is like her stan is Selena Gomez. And Selena Gomez just came out with those two songs. And I feel like those are all about her old, like it's literally about Justin Bieber, like five years ago. I think right. that they're both so just like, I don't know, is it that they're thirsty the for past. like, similar? they want yeah. like something to talk about? I know you haven't listened to this yet, but um, on the toast today... Um, they were saying. I, that, how do you listen to today's toast today? Do you listen to it on the way home? Yeah. Now, what do you listen to on the way to work? Wow. Um, like the rest of it, because oh, I don't usually finish it. Oh. Because okay. they're like an hour. It's an hour, yeah. Um, but they were talking. I think it was Jackie was saying that Tom Hiddleston was like her favorite of Taylor's boyfriend. Boyfriends, yeah. Ew, is she such an idiot? Jackie's so stupid. Like that was fake. <laughs> they weren't even dating. Calvin Harris. Yeah. What did What did Claudia say? She said that she liked Calvin Harris. Yeah, duh. Everybody does. Yeah. So. 
what else was I gonna say? Oh, you started talking about Selena Gomez. Well, she's yeah. Well, I was just saying that like the whole like oh she deleted her Instagram post and all those things, and then then she came out with these two new songs, and she has she doesn't actually have lupus, and she's like basically they're doing the same thing. They're two peas in one pod, just like talking about things that happened ten years ago. Right. Well, you know what? Free publicity, because who who the f watches the AMAs anyway, or does anybody? No, truly. Nobody watches the AMAs. If it weren't for this scandal, I don't think anybody would have I didn't even know the the I didn't even know the purpose of the AMAs. There's that. There's like the Billboard Music Awards. Like those are all irrelevant. No, controversy keeps them in the limelight. I never see I'm not definitely not like a Kardashian stan, but I never see an article like Oh, Kim and Kanye dragging Taylor Swift again, but I feel like I see a million of Taylor Swift talks about yep. Kanye like again. Well, they're over it. They're like, over they it. They have so much like their lives are worth so much more. I would love to just like really sit down and just ask Kim Kardashian what she thinks about Taylor Swift because I really don't think that she has an opinion. I don't think, you think that she, she would, just doesn't care. I think she would truly like hyperventilate from laughing <laughs> if you, if you like, asked her that time. yeah she would like she would be like this isn't even worth like a single breath did you see that one a few weeks ago there was a video of kim on her instagram story and in the background it was she was like at a shoot and at in the background lover was playing and somebody took a video of it and was like this means that like they're getting they're gonna be friends now like kim and Taylor are going to, like, reconnect. They don't have any bad blood anymore. Like, no, that just means that Lover is literally the most annoying song on the earth and is all over all the time. I mean, that song probably plays, like, in every single, like, TJ Maxx across the country. Like, it's not anything special. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Not that Kim K's in a TJ Maxx, but, you know, (laughs) it's very mainstream. (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't intentional. She's at Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's um, department store. Uh, What are they in again? Um, Sears. Jay- oh, Sears. That's what it is. Kardashian I was about to say collection. JCPenney. Yeah, same, same um, difference. Bean, did you know that Kesha is coming out with a new makeup line? Speaking of competition news. Yeah, she's all over the place. I'm Jeffree Star. She is all over the place. Her new um, drops in January, so. Oh, is it January? Wow, we can keep our Christmas lights up until then. Um, <laughs> Who know? I did not. I does not appreciate the most recent song that was promoted by Miss Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't um, really like it. It was either. bad. I'll be honest, I did not like it. Uh, Bean, what do you think about Raising Hell? Oh, I love it. It's I a know, bop. Oh my bop. God, take Ooh, it back. We do, we do I, not I, say it's a re- bop. Delete that. Take that out. Take <laughs> what that out. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? We'll it's a out. good we'll, song. We'll edit that it out. is. A, I never said it wasn't a good song. It's not like I'm not like. Oh my God, like. I need to listen to it all the you time. You just keep silent, and then when I'm like, "Oh, I eat that that song," and you're like, "Uh huh, yeah." Like, well, it's, it's no, it's not like we are who we are, but I think it's a really good step. It's like getting like, there. Yeah, I think it's one of her top five best songs. I no. 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 Bean, are you gonna go on the Kesha cruise? I actually am trying to plan it currently. When is it? It's in October. Oh my god, October seems so far away. Literally. I hope I'm dead by then. What? How how far away is Loverfest for Taylor Swift? Isn't that real far away? 
<laughs> well, I, he's going to bring her, her one-month-old <laughs> child. So. Yeah. I, had, <laughs> I was pulled away. over from laughing so hard when I heard that. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, Bean, do you want to be the first to know about our podcast party? Sure. And all of our listeners? I, do you want to tell them about it? What do what you want me to say? Like when it is, where it is. So we're having a one-year birthday party for our podcast on the anniversary of the first recording. Um, it's on Saturday, December 28th. Um, if you join our Patreon, we'll give you the address. <laughs> um, undisclosed location in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's going to be lit. It's just where it all happened. Ie and I rented an Airbnb last December, got way too wasted. Somebody threw a wine bottle at the door, and we recorded two. Actually, we recorded three podcasts in one night, and that's what what uh, began this whole. That's how we were we're born. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first child. My second child will come for a lover fest. So yeah, that's gonna be a situation. Um, B, do you have any other Pittsburgh? Do you have any other, like, things that we've said recently that you want to uh, disagree clap, with? Clap back. Yeah. Mm, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I have not listened to the last one yet. I'm a little behind. Holiday travel. It's not our best. Get ready for some static. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the grab bag, and I kind of agree with IE when she was like, honestly, I have nothing to add about the Democrat debates, and I'm over them, and I agree with that. I'm so over them. I have nothing to say about them. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the recent dropout today? We did talk about that today as well. Yeah. I was kind of surprised because, I mean, she was still, she wasn't doing great, but she wasn't like, she's not doing as bad as some of the people that are still in it. So That's exactly what I said. Yep. But I think a lot of people from her campaign have been like jumping ship and quitting. So I think her campaign just kind of collapsed and she was like well i could either rebuild and hire a bunch of new people or call it quits and like and see what happens and i think it was probably a wise decision i think she did it in a very classy way yeah sadly it's still sad yeah it's sad Um, bean do you want to close out the podcast well do we talk about do you say we have that do we say anything about trump yet still oh well, I and I talked about you're you're about um, 45 minutes into the podcast. Yeah, okay. you're yeah, we're at an hour and nine minutes. <laughs> oh man, but you can you're you're yeah. more than welcome to comment. Well, I'll just say just like on record, I know you probably both agree with this, but I think he's trash. I think he's conned his way into the White House. I hope he loses next year. I'll vote for literally anybody, and. I think he's going to win again, but I really hope not. Wait, can we talk about just for a second how Joe Biden literally licked his wife's finger? Oh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I watched the video. I, I saw pictures. I still don't understand. What was he licking? Like, what? Was there, <laughs> like, a substance? It was, like, she was making fun of him or something, and then she, like, pointed to him, and he, like, I think he was trying to be, like, funny, and he, like, literally licked her finger grabbed her finger i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna lick it too i'm gonna lick it too literally like finger licking good <laughs> yeah i would love to know what was going through his mind that he thought that would be like a cute thing to do 
you can never even say that he's like not been in the limelight a lot. Like you, he's literally like he should know how to do this better by now. Right. This seems like an old senile man who just yeah. walks around. He wanders into the debates, debates just like talks and has he's no. He's like he's literally senile. He seems like it. Call up Jamie Lee Curtis because he there's some senescence in retrograde. <laughs> Good one, I. <laughs> That's why I'm worried that Trump's gonna win again. Senescence. Uh, senescence. <laughs> you know what? Oh, like two that. I know it's going to be a, an unpopular opinion with this crew. What? what? Bernie Sanders. Wait, what about him? I'm Do kind of like warming him? up to him. Oh, I shut it down. Shut he's another, stop he's another senescence. He's yeah, just he's old. literally the definition been, of senescence. He's in the hospital more than he's not Have in the hospital. Have fun with the heart attack. Yeah, he's going to die the second he fucking takes office. But I think he's maybe more electable, at least. Like, I don't care if he dies when he, like, cool, he can die if he, like, gets in office as long as he can win an election. That's all I care about. And I Well, he like... couldn't even win a primary in 2016, so what makes you think he can win the general? That's because it was rigged against him. Honestly, it's not that I hate Bernie. It's that I hate, Ber- like, typical Bernie supporters. You know, I'm saying I don't. I also don't like Bernie supporters, but I feel like we can just harness them to get him elected, and then he can just die, and we can have a nice vice president like Kamala Harris in there. His his vice president would literally be like Ariana Grande. Like we're not Ugh. doing anything good. I don't like Bernie himself. I like the idea that we run Bernie. Do you know what I mean? I'm on that. Do you think? Do you Biden. honest to God think that he could win? I do. I, Against Trump? I do. I feel like a white man has to like do it. Yeah, and but is it but is Bernie that white man? I think he has a better shot than Biden because I read an article the other day and it was saying how I how the, the article it's gonna make a way better argument than I will, but it basically said how they don't think applying to moderates is the way to go. Because Trump is literally a fascist, and he got elected, and he's and nobody cared cared about that. The moderates didn't really care. So why don't we just go really hard left and get everybody just really excited about it and say screw the moderates, they can just stay home and not be motivated, but we can get our people really out. You know what I mean? He's I got know. AOC. Because well, that was Trump one of the problems. All of his crazies came out. Right, and people weren't excited on our side. Exactly, and so if we can get people excited on our side, I feel like we'd have a better shot than if we tried to go for like a Joe Biden who nobody was really excited about, and yeah, maybe we'll win some moderates, but maybe our people won't come out as much. I, Don't you think that we could just not have a white man? Yeah, but they won't win if, I don't know. I don't think we're ready for that yet. I think we just need to not get now, it. not now. Right here, right why, now. Why now? Why this firm? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, let's close it out, everybody. <laughs> Who's closing? I think being to get, do you know? Oh, you could just do time. it. Just close You've this out. You've heard it enough times to make <laughs> yeah. it that far. Stop. So, okay, well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, at Twitter, at that's the worst underscore. Yep. 
<laughs> um, and Instagram. The Instagram's been popping lately. And, oh yeah. Uh, it's that's the worst. Pod. At that source pod. And um, yeah, what else do you guys say? You have to say you were. We, this is Kevin Ie. Kevin being an Ie, and that was literally the worst. Okay. Well, this this has been Ie Kevin Bean, and that was literally the worst.